media ministry of Cornerstone Church. You can listen to this and other messages on our website at www.corner-stone.org or by subscribing to our podcast. All right, so if you, when you came in, I pray that you got a little paper like this. Um, and, and part of it is because on the back, there's a word search. So if I bore you enough, you can do a word search on the back, okay? Um, that, that's if, that's if I, you, know, you just totally get lost and you don't understand where I'm going. But uh, on the front, it, it, it's, it's about unity. And then there's um, some verses down there on the bottom. We're not going to cover all those verses. Um, but those are just some verses about unity that we really need to think about. Um, but when, when Bobby called and, and said, hey, um, I'm not feeling well. And he said, what can we do? Uh, you know, it's a holiday weekend. I said, well, we're going to do, we'll do something. And he said, you can preach on anything. He's going to come next week, I believe, and um, preach on vision, uh, 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 the vision for Cornerstone and, and, and what it means, what our identity is, what our, our DNA is as a church and, and how we're to, to go out there. Um, and, and I'm sorry, if you don't have the paper, there's some outside on the front. I didn't bring them in, so I apologize on that. Um, but Bobby's going to do a three-week series, I believe, on uh, the identity and the DNA of, of Cornerstone and why we do what we do and, and what that means in our community. And when him and I talked about that the past couple weeks, um, unity really came into that and what it means to us and, and as Christ's followers, what does it mean to be unified? Um, so the, the first verse, and once again, it's going to be way weird today. We don't have any slides. We don't have anything. Um, the, the IT person, Miss Sherry, she wasn't feeling well as well. Um, so she said, what about slides? I said, we're just going to wing it, right? Um, so the, the first verse we're going to look at is 1 Corinthians 1.10. Um, 1 Corinthians 1.10 um, is what we're going to look at. So if you have your Bibles, I would say look up there, but you're not going to see it. First um, Corinthians one ten says this: I appeal to you, dear brothers and sisters, by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, to live in harmony with each other. Let there be no divisions in church; rather, be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. Right? As a, as a church, as as a Christian organization, as as Christ followers, this is what we're supposed to be. Um, as most of y'all know that if you've been here a while, I, I didn't grow up in church. Um, I knew nothing about church until my mid twenties. Um, and, and no one never really invited me. I didn't know my mom and dad and my brothers and sisters and my two brothers and their families. If they die today, they're going to go to hell because they don't understand Jesus and they don't understand what I live for. Um, but the Lord came and, and he, I opened my heart and, and my life changed, but I, I've always gone to a Baptist church. Right. And, and I was doing some studying and, and there's over 15 different kinds of Baptist churches, much less Methodist, Lutheran, Episcopalian, you know, Presbyterian. There's over 15 different kinds of Baptist churches. And so when we talk about unification, obviously we don't know what we're talking about because we don't like each other. Right. And it's all about preference. Right. And, and, and so when. When, when I was looking, studying this, I'm like, man, this is crazy. Because, you know, some are, you know, if, if you, you gotta wear dresses, right? I'm like, oh my goodness, man. I don't look good in a dress, so what am I gonna do? Right? Or, you know, you, you can only do this, or, you know, 
you can get, whether you sprinkle, whether you dunk, you know, I mean, there's all this stuff that just, this minutia that we just don't understand. And we worry about it. Instead of worrying about the Trinity and worrying about salvation, we want to sit there and say, oh, well, you only can take communion on this day. We're missing the point. And that's where this unification, unified and unity came in. So the first part on the unity is you is, is to uplift, right? We, we need to uplift. Um, and <clears throat> the question for that is, how are you doing in this area? So First um, Thessalonians 5.11 1 Thessalonians 5.11 for the word you, uplift. So encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. So the crazy part, we have cell phones, all of us, right? We live in the greatest country in the world. We all have one of these. Okay, I know, Nora, I'm sorry, you don't have one. You will someday, Nora. But the crazy part is we can reach out and touch anybody as soon as we want to touch them, anytime. But guess what we don't do? Reach out and lift somebody up, right? I mean, it's so simple to send a text, right? And just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Or, hey, can I bring something over, right? And, and uplifting, you know, in prayer. Are we lift uplifting our brothers and sisters in prayer? Do you have a prayer log? Do you have a prayer journal, right? Do you journal? I say this often. I fail at that. My wife, my better half, she's excellent at it. Right. And she's leaving a story. She's leaving a legacy for our kids and grandkids about all the stuff she's written about and prayed about. And to me, that's awesome. And I stink at it. Right. I know I need to be better and I stink at it Um, in (coughs) need. Right. The need. There's a need meeting needs of others. Right. Your brothers and sisters. You're not brothers and sisters. Are you living in a bubble? Right. Right now, many of us wish we were living in a bubble. Right. Of all the sickness and chaos that's going on. But need first John three, 17 and 18. So in need, not in need, um, in, in for need. First John three, 17 and 18. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need, but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Dear children, let's, let us not merely say we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Right? Need. There's a need out there. Are we meeting their needs? Right? And, and as I love our church, and, and we are going to meet the needs of each other. But once again, we have to kind of be open about it and say, hey, what our needs are. Right? Are we uplifting each other where we can find out what people's needs are? Right. But unity is, hey, how are we going to help each other? And right. And and Bobby and I have this same mindset that, you know, how can churches help each other? Right. we're, We're all separate campuses, but one kingdom, whether you're Methodist, Baptist, Presbyterian, it really doesn't matter. But if another church is hurting, why wouldn't we help them? Right. Why wouldn't we sit there and say, hey, look. We're not great at this, but we're doing this well. Hey, let us go help you. Right? Because it's all about the gospel. It's not about cornerstone. It's not. It's about the gospel. It's about those cars on Highway 11 right there that are dying and going to hell. That's what it's about. So uplift, need, the I is for interest. The Lord's really put this phrase in my my heart for the last couple months. We all are able... But are we willing? 
right? So do you have an interest in others? Do you have an interest in being unified? We all are able, but are we willing? Are you more worried about you? And I'll tell you a little secret. It's not about you. All right? In case you didn't know, it's not about you. It's not about Jeff. It's not about Lucy. It's not about any of that. It's about the kingdom. It's about souls, right? It's about winning. So interest is Philippians 2, 1 and 2. So I, interest, Philippians 2, 1 and 2. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and one purpose. It doesn't get any simpler. The roadmap isn't any clearer. Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one, with one mind and purpose. Once again, unity, one mind, one purpose. Are we as Christ followers, are we ready for that? Right? Or, or do we just like our, ourselves? We just want our interest. I mean, just think about, I mean, some of y'all are older than me, but, you know, there was like three channels growing up, right? You, you didn't get a big selection. Now if you have cable or satellite, whatever, you have like 400 channels. And you still get on there and go, I can't find anything to watch. It's crazy. Because the interest is here. It's all about us. Right? It's all about us. All right, T. We're into trust. Right? T for trust. Where or what are you trusting in? Right? Where or what are you trusting in? And and as we talk about other Christ followers, do you trust others enough to do the right thing? Right. Do you trust others enough to do the right thing, whether it's the Methodist or whether it's this or that? Or maybe it's here here in our own Cornerstone family. Right. Are we trusting others to do the right thing Um, and trust? We go to Psalms 27. Psalms 27 for T for trust. Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord, our God. Right. And, And and. Just as the song Cornerstone we were singing just a few minutes ago, he's still on the throne. I promise you. No matter how sick you are or how sick a relative is or if someone's passed, God is still on the throne. And we still need to trust in him. We still need to trust in him. And that's where it is, right? And and with the kids in here, we didn't have many, but when we're in the back, I always ask them, Lexi, what's my favorite thing, Lexi? Word searches, right? So in the back, in kids' church, we have a word search every week. And part of it is, you know, is when you write something down or you see the word, you remember it better, right? And so we always do word searches. And so it's so funny how some of the kids back there, they'll look and (coughs) some will go line by line. That's kind of how I do it. Look for the letter. Then you go each direction and see where the word is. And that's the way I do it. And some others, you can just sit there and you see the word right away. But the ultimate goal is to find all the words. So it really doesn't matter if you go across or you go up and down or you just go sporadically. The end goal is to find all the words. 
Same thing about us being unified with other believers, right? The end goal is the kingdom, is souls. And, and, and as long as we're believing in the Trinity, as long as we're bringing, he, he's the son of God, he's the only way to heaven, all the other stuff really doesn't matter how we get there. And, and, and do we trust others enough to, to do that, right? Are we trusting others? Um, and, and another example I had, if we had more kids in here, basketball, right? There's five kids on the court, right? And if one of them takes the ball and goes by himself, he can score a basket. He or she can score a basket, but it's harder. But if you use all five members, it's a little bit easier to score the basket, right? Once again, the goal in basketball is to score a basket. So if you take the ball and run and do it by yourself, you can do it, but it's harder. But if you use all five team members, it's a little bit easier. Once again, as we talk about unity in, in what we're doing. <clears throat> so the why is yield. <laughs> the why is yield. And we're going to look at Galatians 5, 22 and through 25. Galatians 5, 22 through 25 for yield. But the definition of yield, to give up or cease resistance. Right? To give up or cease resistance. Let go and let God. Right? For us to yield, we need to let go and let God. Um, once again, the secret I told you a little while ago, don't keep it a secret. It's not about you. Okay. When we yield, it's not about us, right? It's about him. But Galatians 5, 22 through 25, y'all know this, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, <coughs> excuse me, our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to the cross and crucified them there. Once again, we yielded them to the cross, to to the Lord. He's in control. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Once again, when we yield, we let go and let God. Right? He needs to be Lord of our lives. Not the hour that we're here on Sundays. Right? Right? Not the 30 minutes that you maybe do your quiet time. <clears throat> it's 24-7. He is Lord of our lives. If you look at your checkbook, he's Lord of your life. If he looks at what you have on your playlist, he should be Lord of your life. If he looks at whatever you're binge watching on Netflix or whatever, he should be Lord of your life. Right? Some of the great stuff that's out there that I see everybody's watching. Eh, I don't know if that's the best for you. Right? And, and once again, as we come unified and we have unity, that's where some of it's going to come. Is we're going to talk about some of that stuff as fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. But unity. We all embrace the same purpose and the purpose overrides our personal preference. So think about that. Right? We all embrace the same purpose and that purpose overrides our personal preference. Once again, it's not about you. Okay? Not about you. Um, and what picture, this is, this, is, this is what really gets me, what picture of God or the church are we Christians showing the world? Right? When you think about the Baptists, there's 15, 16, I don't know. I lost count when I was looking at them because there's so many. Right? Um, you know, the Methodist church is really good and ready to split. The Presbyterian church did split. And, and, and we got all these different fractions and factions of what's right and what's wrong. But 
It's the gospel. That's what it's about. It's the gospel. And when we remember that, it's so much easier to think about what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, <coughs> sorry. We need to keep our eyes on the mission and realize we need each other to pull it off. Right? We need to keep our eyes on the mission and that we're going to need each other to pull it off. John 17, 22 through 23 says this. John 17, 22 through 23 says this. Um, the glory for which you have given me, me I have given to them, that they may be one, just as we are one. Once again, God and Jesus, one. Jesus has given us the same thing for all of us to be one. Um, I in them and you in me, that they may be perfected in unity, so that the world may know that you sent me and love them, even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory, which you have given me. For you love me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, although the world has not known you, yet I have known you, and these have known you sent me. And I have made your name known to them, and will make it known, so that the love of which you love me may be in them, and I in them. Once again, it's all about unity. It's all about unity. God and Jesus are one. He's given us the same thing. If you've put your trust in Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, the same one that raised Lazarus, all the same stuff. We have it. We have to believe it. And our brothers and sisters in the Methodists, they, they have it. We have to stop inward fighting. We have to be unified. The mission is there. If we come together, we can win it. But the devil loves that we get upset that someone's wearing pants, someone has earrings, someone has tattoos, someone has this. The devil loves it because we're not unified. We got 15 people over here, 10 over here, 5 over there, 12 over here. And we can't do it that way. We all got to come together as one. Just as it was saying right here. I and them and you that they may be perfected in unity so that the world may know that you sent me. The world thinks we're a joke right now. That's the crazy part. When we're out there telling people or showing people about Jesus, they sit there and go, you can't even get it together with yourself. Why do I want to come in? I'll stay out here on the outside because it's a little less hectic. I know who doesn't like me out here. When we come in the door, you're like, okay, who doesn't like me? Right? Whether it's in this church, whether it's in the Baptist, Methodist, like I said, Christians need to be unified. It's a commandment from God that we need to be unified as one to show the world that he is who he says he is and that he loves us and that he loves them. That's what we're here for. 
So as we're in the second day of, of, of 2022, and I'm sure some of us have already said, I quit already. We're 36 hours in, you know? But when we go back, are you going to uplift your brothers and sisters? Are you going to fill the need? Are you going to show an interest in the common good? Are you going to trust other brothers and sisters to do the right thing? And are you going to yield to God, right? When we go forward, when Bobby comes next week and, and, and brings the vision, right, are, are you ready to buy in, right? You're here this morning, so I'm going to say yes, you're ready to buy in. But guess what? Most of us inside of these walls right here, we know the goodness. We know the, the, the pleasure, right? But what are we doing on Tuesday? What are we doing when we go shopping at Publix, right? What are you doing when you go to work, right? Are you living where they know that you're a Christ follower, right? Are you bold enough? Are you Romans 1, 16? Are you not ashamed of the gospel, right? We got to be unified. We got to be unified. And so we're, once again, it's going to be a short service so we didn't have babies going crazy in here. Um, and, and so everybody can get out and... and and, and have some unity, right? We got to figure out how to unify. And, and, and the scriptures that you have down here, Proverbs six sixteen and, and sixteen through nineteen. Um, <clears throat> we'll read this one, and the, the ladies will come up and, and sing us one last song. But Proverbs six sixteen through nineteen, there are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to Him. Haughty eyes, a lion tongue, a hand that sheds innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and the last one, and one who sows disaccord amongst brothers. Right? We got to have unity. Unity is where it's at. But like I said, you know, First Corinthians, we looked at that one, Ephesians. You know, these are just some, some, some scripture for you to sit there and, and look at this week as you really think about who you're going to uplift this week. What need are you going to fill? What interest, how much interest do you have in the gospel, in the kingdom? Are you trusting one, your leaders, other denominations? Are you trusting other brothers and sisters in Christ to do the right things? And are you ready to yield to God? Let him be Lord of your life. And then once again, the secret that I told you, it's not about you, okay? As much as we like to think it is, it's not about you. So let's pray. I love you, Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for how you love us. Lord, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you for how, Lord, you've given us the examples. Lord, you've given us the knowledge, the wisdom. Lord, let us ask, let us plead for that knowledge and wisdom, Lord, that one, our, our, our families, one, us as an entity, two, our families, three, our neighborhoods, four, our community, our state, our nation, and our world, Lord, would see Christ's followers as a unified group of people that love, that love, and that love and that want the best for the community. So, Lord, as, as, as we, we pray over this this week, as, as, as we pray,
pray for people to lift up and people to reach out to. Lord, as, as we ask, what needs are there? Lord, as you change the interest in our hearts, and Lord, as you teach us to trust, not in our own understanding, but in your understanding, and Lord, as we figure out how to die to ourselves on a daily basis, Lord, let unity ring loud in Jackson County. Let unity ring loud in Cornerstone. Lord, let unity ring loud in Northeast Georgia, not because of us, but because of you. And Lord, as, as, as we prepare for vision, Lord, as there's a neighborhood being built a thousand yards from this church, as the ground is cleared, Lord, I pray that everybody that drives by there would be praying in advance for those houses that are going to go there and for those families that are going to enter there. And Lord, how Cornerstone could be an intricate part of that neighborhood. Lord, once again, we pray for everybody that's sick. Lord, we thank you for the ones that are well right now. Uh, Lord, we do pray for our first responders, our hospital staff. Uh, Lord, just uh, keep them all safe. Uh, Lord, just... Um, Lord, we know you're still on the throne, and thank you for that. Lord, we love you. We praise you. All God's people said, amen. Thank you for listening today. We hope this message was a blessing to you. To learn more about our church or our media ministry, you can visit us online at www.corner-stone.org or find us on Facebook.